What's up, Lions of Liberty fans? You can now support this show on Patreon and get exclusive access to bonus audio and video content, including Conspiracy Corner, Degenerate Gamblers, bonus segments with guests, and so much more. Head on over to patreon.com slash Lions of Liberty. And that sound you hear in my voice, oh, that's the sound of Porkfest, folks. I just landed uh, less than an hour ago back here in Los Angeles, and uh, I'm so dedicated to liberty that I'm doing the final touchings on putting this episode for you together here. And I just got to say, if you ever get the chance to go to Porkfest in New Hampshire, put on by the Free State Project, put on by our friend from the Lava Flow podcast, Roger Paxson, and his uh, wonderful wife, Jessica, they really did a fantastic job. And it was just so wonderful interacting with so many other libertarians and um, recording many, many podcasts, which is partly, again, responsible for uh, my little rough voice you're hearing here. But what you're about to hear is uh, a podcast we've been talking about doing for quite a while. It is our live libertarians in living rooms drinking liquor from Pork Fest. And uh, well, let's just say, as, as we've talked about on a few episodes, especially if you are a member of our Lions of Liberty Pride, our group of supporters on Patreon, uh, you would have heard us talk about this whiskey challenge by now. I know we've talked about it on the main show as well, but essentially we drank a lot of whiskey. We recorded a podcast and uh, it came out, as you might think, <laughs> pretty fun, pretty interesting, at times a total mess. So what you're about to hear is a slightly edited down version of that podcast that we did at Porkfest. Um, our supporters on Patreon have already heard that entire show completely unedited, uncensored. So again, if you want to hear the whole thing, if you want to get early access to a lot of this stuff, and we recorded uh, four or five podcasts on the road, four or five little mini, I called them pork pods that we posted uh, for our Patreon supporters as well. So there's just no shortage of amazing content. Thanks to our Patreon supporters, we're able to go to events like this and uh, interact with so many other libertarians, not just meeting the League of Liberty, like Roger Paxton, um, Chris Bengal of We Are Libertarians, had a blast with him, and uh, with Johnny Rocket of the Johnny Rocket Launchpad as well. Also got to meet Jeffrey Tucker, Eric July. It's amazing to realize these aren't just people on the internet. They're real-life human beings and uh, amazing libertarians. So if you ever get a chance to go to an event like Porkfest, I highly recommend it. Folks, I have bloviated enough. All I will say is if it's your first time listening, realize it's not always as crazy as it sounds on this one, but we like to have fun, and we certainly did here at Porkfest. Folks, enjoy the ride. All right, guys, welcome to the uh, 353rd episode, if this episode airs, of the Lions of Liberty podcast. We are so thrilled to be here live at Porkfest. Ladies and gentlemen... Yeah, pork fest. Thank I have you one guys. question. Are you ready to roar? Roar! <laughs> All right. <laughs> Howie just mumbled something about wild turkey. Just, this is the Lions of Liberty podcast, friends. We are here live at Pork Fest to endure something that has been talked about on uh, many podcasts over the last few months. Brian, do you want to explain this? You, you're yeah, responsible. Brian it. McWilliams, everybody. House of Electric Liberty Land. Hey, guys. I'm Brian McWilliams. Yeah, from Electric Liberty Land, our Wednesday show, culture, comedy, uh, all that good stuff. Uh, yelling. Master drunkenly yelling. So this is the, the concept of this show is that we all know each other. Uh, if you don't know this, we all know each other from back in the day uh, from college. And there was a concept that we put out one day as a, a, a theory, more than anything, 
I'd just call it the whiskey challenge. Ideally, it was two people and one it's, handle it's, of whiskey. It's not a, it's not a theory. It, it actually happened. Is that it? it you John Odermatt hosted yes, Felony I've, Friday. I've done, JB and I have done, what, three or four actual whiskey challenges. Yeah. Between, who will, uh, so between you and him and who else? How many people were on the teams? Yeah. Two and two? It was two and two. It was two and two. And so we, to this day, we have no idea who won any of the whiskey challenges. <laughs> Talking to the microphone, Rico. Otherwise, people can't hear you. <laughs> I, uh, He's new to this. I remember. I remember. Yeah. This is like when he dirty talks to his wife, but he's just talking to me when we're hanging out. And I'm like, you know, this isn't accomplishing anything. It's not turning her. Around. I remember typing this email. Oh, is that how the uh, microphone works? I remember typing the email about the whiskey challenge, and then two days later, I was in jail. Can you guys hear him on the speakers right now? <laughs> no, no. That's a true story. Rico, I never got to participate. Rico and I both got That's arrested. That's how the CIA works right there. We, <laughs> we all went to Penn State. Rico and I both got arrested for rioting, quote-unquote rioting. Uh, Trumped-up charges. That's not a, a current political pun. They just were trumped up. And, uh, and what are you saying? What are you pointing at me Give for? me the Canada Dry, please. Oh, Jesus Christ, <laughs> Mark. Use your words. We're on a podcast. Use your words. We're here to talk. I've never done this before. I don't so speak. anyway, Rico and I both got uh, got arrested. Uh, Rico, a little bit more severely. I got suspended for a semester. Cooked at Hooters. Best educational experience of my life. And uh, Rico got suspended, but then came back and was on probation. And then decided that one day we're, we're hanging out as a, as a group of people, just drinking and enjoying life. And Rico uh, decides to get incredibly hammered, stay up all night, blackout drunk. And then go to a parole hearing the next morning without so showering I or changing his clothes. To the hearing, though, I think it's just because he's lean into the microphone. I went to the hearing. I, yeah, I set my alarm and I went to the hearing. Very responsible of you. Now so I it's the best decision you've ever made. I, I think I should have gotten credit for that, but I did not get any credit. Probably better idea just yeah, not to go. go. To that yeah, hearing. I would say probably skip that. Call in sick that day. But he went to the parole hearing. Uh, was summarily sentenced to go to federal fuck you in the ass prison, as they call it. I did not go to federal prison. They don't, you just got <laughs> fucked in the ass. They don't switch you. That, that, that He's been in like a local jail for a night. That part was cool. What, what was your, uh, your cellmate's name in prison? Santa. No T. Two, two N's. <laughs> you know, he, he was a good dude. He was a good dude. He let me borrow his Walkman. <laughs> what no. was the song in the Walkman? Uh, no, you could hear like the NFL games. We bet soup. Oh, I thought it was like one. Remember? He's like, we, I only listen to Phil Collins gen, oh, and Genesis. No. no, you're making stuff up now. <laughs> yeah. As if I think I could make up be more ridiculous than this. Guy. So anyway, so Rico goes to jail and uh, immediately after uh, suggested the whiskey challenge. And I will say this, though. It, this is how deep our friendship bond runs. While he was in jail, we held a party to raise for him to try to help him in his legal battle. Uh, it was called the, the what was the bailout Rico party? Free Rico Free party. Rico party. We raised $36 that one of our friends summarily kept and, and never gave to Rico. Uh, I thought it was like $4.20. <laughs> I think it was in the 30s. That's a convenient number. Yeah, it yeah. Was- so anyway, getting back to the crux of this, though. The reason I'm saying this is that what we've done tonight, we figured it would be an entertaining thing for Pork Fest. If we came here, we there's no our- we. Only you think this is a good idea. <laughs> I, we, I, I, we've I, all talked about it. None of us think this is a good idea. It's a great idea. I'm very confident in this idea. This is why libertarians should never control. <laughs> Howie, what would you say? They said it's a terrible goddamned idea, but whatever. Let's do it. Let's. Pour it yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> Howie's kind of like our Hunter S. Thompson. Yeah. 
He came with a little box that he opened up about 12 hours ago, and things have just they proceeded since then. So we do a show called Libertarians in Living Rooms Drinking Liquor, and we just basically talk liberty and get hammered. And we figured, let's amp it up. Let's do a three-man whiskey challenge. So let's give a little bit more coherence. So there's three teams. Here are the teams. It's me, Brian McWilliams from Electric Liberty Land. It's J.B. Lubin, our man in our Philly. Our Mexican friend. And... John Odie Odermatt, host of Felony Fridays, Boo. possibly the most important show on the Lions Liberty podcast Boo. against the the bad guys. Boo. You're bad booing guys. yourself, idiot. Say <laughs> say hello. Say hello to the bad guys. So the bad team. This is, guy right here is the godfather of this program, by the way. He's the first person that told me about Ron Paul, about Harry Brown, about the ideas of liberty. In yes. The, when I was like 19 years old. If you hear the League of Liberty podcast, you hear all about that. And uh, things have proceeded from there. There's so. a very good chance, if Howie Snowden did not <laughs> exist, that Mark Clare would be hosting a show called Tigers of Bros Tyranny, for Bernie, something like that. Bernie. Yeah. <laughs> Sluts of socialism. Blowing bush 10 years later. <laughs> and uh, so the second team, though, is Howie, the godfather of Liberty Howie, uh, Mark Clare, host Liberty. of our uh, Forerunner podcast, the, Forerunner original, the OG Lions Liberty podcast, and uh, the one and only, our mysterious legal counsel, Rico. Who has been unmasked for the first time in public. Who has been unmasked and, no and, to, and to the shock of many is not actually in any way uh, Hispanic or Puerto Rican. <laughs> but is in fact 118th Puerto Rican. The number always changes. It was, it's been a quarter, it's been an eighth, it's been Brian, an eighteenth. what the hell now. are you doing there with that? All right, so what I'm doing noise. right now is we had a... We had a Ross Tickner, we should give a him a shout man, out. man, Ross Tickner, sent us some whiskey stones. What's his company's which, name? Which, Northwoods Drinkstones. These are badass. You know, you're supposed to, I think, chill them ahead of time, but I'm just going to drop this warm rock in my whiskey because fuck it. You know what? I don't my whiskey shit. is spoiling now. Mark, you want a, wa- a rock? I do. Let's hand, rock this hand, whiskey hand out. Me, hand me one of those warm rocks. Who wants the warm <laughs> whiskey one. rock? All right, normally they're not warm. I, I think we should have washed them as well. <laughs> JB wants a, wants a warm They're rock. a little gritty. There you go, JB. JB, uh, these stones are as ashy uh, as you are. There I should no- mention that JB is black, by the way. So people that are just listening understand the context. <laughs> All right, so let's get this shit started, right? Let's talk. I don't think liberty. that makes it any We're gonna, better. And I haven't even taken a drink. I've been talking. This is a, this is a strategic advantage from this fuck. He you, had me talk, so he knows he could get an advantage drinking. So let me just let me just catch up. I don't want an advantage. There's no winners here at Lions of Liberty. Uh, I, what I really want to do is is interact with our. You guys. <laughs> we want to call you fans. You random people that have wandered into this. Tyler here is one of our biggest room. supporters ever. Tyler is the, the man. I love the, the, the media room here. Yes. Let's, let's give it up Tyler. for Tyler. Tyler he sends us 25 bucks a month. That would get you a For those a of you out. listening to this episode, there's thousands of people packed into this room. <laughs> this is not at all a mostly empty, oddly lit room with a dartboard in the back for no reason. And also a big screen TV. And as I mentioned earlier, a book. That is called books. <laughs> if you ever want to read about books, but not actual books, that's the book for you. <laughs> if you don't know about books, but want to know what a book is, this book is for you. It's called books. The, it's the TV from the Luxor. That is the TV from the Luxor. Where we, I wanted to kill myself. See, All I right, th- so let's talk some liberty. I think in a few minutes, it'll be fun to have some people up here ask us questions and whatever. But uh, maybe for people that don't know who, who we are, which is everybody but Tyler. No, some people do. Um <laughs> Maybe we all want to give like a brief, why are we here, why are we libertarians kind of spiel? What do you think? Uh, as long as Howie goes first. 30 seconds or less. Okay, Howie gets 20 minutes, and then we'll each do 30 yeah. seconds after that. Come on, Howie, you're the, you're the reason all we're right. here. Right? I was hoping I was, could like, just close my eyes. And Make it, like, you like, can. For a little bit. We want you to do Anyways, <laughs> so my name's uh, Howie Snowden, I guess. 
<laughs> I do a dead on impression of him, by the way, when he's hammered. It's, uh, it's great. When he's not. Come on, Ed. So what were we talking about here? He started a little earlier. I converted Mark and all these other motherfuckers to uh, okay. But that's why we have a podcast now. So it's pretty much the best thing I've done. Uh, <laughs> Former government operative, by the way, turned libertarian. All right, moving on. All right, moving on. Yeah. Odie's in the bathroom. That's cool. It did not take long at all. He's throwing up his. <laughs> he is how he is like that. He's like that bad stepdad. He's like he he gave you a couple of good values. And then he smacked you and went out for cigarettes. But I'll always remember that, that talk he gave right me now. that one we night. We hoped he was going to come back, but you never quit. I'll always remember when he gave me the courage to ask Tasty <laughs> to the prom. Then he hit me. All right, uh, what about you, Mark? Why don't you, you were the first to be inspired by what you could obviously tell well, is a, um, a Jesus-like figure in the Liberty Movement. I already movement. gave this brief. brief. <laughs> Yeezy. Yeezy like a Yeezy-like figure. He's our Ye, baby. I do. Tyler does not approve. <laughs> Tyler, get out of here. All right, Mark. Well, I kind of did the spiel on the League of Liberty podcast a little bit earlier, but uh, basically, <laughs> like how he how said. How presumptuous that these people would know what that is or care. They're going to Google it and <laughs> whatever. It's a podcast we did. Odie Odie's back out of the bathroom, bar. folks. Update. Odie, drink faster. We got a contest. Well, actually, when I was in college, this drunk idiot, not this one, that one, Howie, uh, we drank till the wee hours in the morning, and he used to talk about this guy, Ron Paul, because he used to be a congressional page, and he, not for Ron Paul, for some other idiot, and he used to hang out with Ron Paul, and he used to tell me about this congressman who used to talk about things much differently, who used to look at things in a totally different way, and he just was like, I was like, why is this guy so excited about this old man he's telling me about from Congress? So I ended up looking the guy up, and I started... Because because most congressional pages that are excited about politicians... <laughs> yeah, it's usually a red flag, but in this case... It was a red flag. Uh, <laughs> Let's just say most congressional pages get bookmarked. <laughs> I don't get that, but it was not a great. It was kind of a pun, but this not a joke really about a the pun. book of books. <laughs> My man back there got it. <laughs> no, not you. <laughs> no, you didn't get it, Joe. <laughs> anyway, he got me excited about the ideas. I started reading around Paul. I learned that he really looked at things in a different way. He criticized Republicans, even though he was a Republican. He criticized Democrats, of course, because everybody does that. And he really looked at things in a way that I'd never seen a politician talk about things before. So when he went and started and ran for president, I was like, oh, this is not going to go anywhere. And some people might say it went nowhere in the traditional political sense that he did not become president. He did not win primaries. He was robbed out of a few caucuses and such eventually. But what he did do is inspire idiots like us <laughs> to get microphones, learn how to do some remedial uh, podcasting, and then hire Chris Bengel to be our engineer live uh, in studio and eventually uh, be here at Porkfest. That's a short version. Chris, your check is in the mail. Yeah. <laughs> Chris Bengel, we are libertarians, everybody, is my audio engineer. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess I'll go next. So Mark, you know, I was in LA. Mark and I moved to LA. I moved a, a couple years before Mark. He joined me out in LA and converted me. I moved for him. He, yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a real, uh, torrent of a relationship. It was weird. Up, but... Ups and downs and heartbreak. But no. So Mark moved to LA and converted me to this guy. He had told me about Ron Paul. And this is, of course, during this, his first run. And, you know, the man speaks to you. Like you're saying, it, it's a guy that speaks truth. And he, what, Mark and I would go door to door. Literally stumping for the man, you know. That happened. And in and, and, and Los Angeles, the most liberal, douchey place you could ever live in your life. I hate the word liberal, too, because that should yeah, be our progressive. word. I'm the most liberal douche ever, and they're not. But anyway. Yeah. So the most aggressive place. So we're going door to door, and you'd hear people. You open the door, and the most frustrating thing was, you never know, they go, God, you know, I love Ron Paul, but uh, I'm not going to switch to Republican for him. Or you'd hear this, I love Ron Paul, but he's not going to win, so I'm not going to vote for him. 
which that pisses me off more than anything because it's like, look, if you just voted with your convictions, if you believed in what you actually, if you actually believe the little voice in your head that tells you, here's what's right and here's what's wrong, maybe I should follow my fucking gut instead of being a bitch and going with the, with the winner. Because we all know everybody wants to win, right? Everybody wants to in, win. Folks. These fucking people would tell you they love Ron Paul, but they're not going to vote for him because he's not going to Isn't win. it fitting that this angry man is yelling into the pinkest microphone? Just wait. Ever. By the end of this podcast, you're going to see some veins <laughs> pumping out of this bald skull of mine. I'm going to look like Skeletor from He-Man. I got he Look at this. He-Man and Skeletor, guys. <laughs> Together at last. <laughs> Best friends. All right, who wants to go next? So anyway, that brought me to Liberty, and uh, and then Mark started the podcast, inspired me to pick up my own, as well as Odie uh, doing Felony Fridays before me. He's going to go next probably with his uh, sweet hair part. You can't see it, but it's a sweet hair part. He looks like that. What was that tomorrow? So, so much jealousy. So much. So much. <laughs> hey. I'm Brian, only- Brian used to have a beautiful head of hair. No, I never when he was When he was 10, and then it <laughs> all fell out. Sad story, though. It is a sad story. My priest liked it. Odie, go. Anyway, so <laughs> what brought me to Liberty? Well, it was uh I guess I guess Mark Claire, really. So yeah, I'll talk about that day at the bar. Where what bar were we in? Where the hell it were was, we? We were in the Inland somewhere Empire. In the, in no, the Inland we Empire, were, yeah. Mark was dating some girl with I don't know, some bartender that had a couple kids and we went to drink at the bar. Totally irrelevant to the story, but yeah. I don't know. It doesn't matter. It's a part of the story. And uh, we Should were drinking whiskey and Coke. And for those guys are out. <laughs> so Mark- Peace, guys. You're welcome back later, though. Continue. Smoke in here No, we can't smoke in here. Anyway, anyway, I'll, I'll, I'll cut to the chase. So Mark and I are drinking whiskey and Cokes at the bar. And like all this time through college, we really didn't talk about politics that much. I know Howie and Mark did, apparently. But we didn't really in no, dive, wasn't, yeah, dive into be- the philosophy of uh, what we really believed in. And for some reason, I thought Mark was a huge liberal. Just because look at him. I yeah, mean, look, look at him. Look he at looks him. like a huge liberal. Pot smoking, long blonde hair. Like when you eat a bunch of LSD, the next thing you like to say is like, don't go to war and like don't destroy other countries. And that's why you're done. That's I'm edit, and Every time Howie talks, I'm going to edit in Brian's impression of him. Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, you do LSD. Hi. The first thing is, I don't go to war. That's the audio clip I needed. Hashtag no. So, so I assumed that Mark was a big Hillary Clinton supporter because he looks like Hillary Clinton. <laughs> but I was surprised. I, I was. Hair. I was very surprised when he said and better pantsuits. When he said, "There's this Republican congressman out there who he's he's anti-war. He's against the Federal Reserve. He's pro-free market." And I, I was a Republican at the time. Like, what the hell are you talking about? That's not even possible. A Republican to be anti-war what, was it? Doesn't even make any sense. And at the time, I wasn't, you know, I, I was all for the for Iraq. I, I supported the surge in Iraq and all that crap that went on. And then I heard the Ron Paul Rudy Giuliani moment Woo! when the best, yeah, yeah. I think how, how many people has that turned into libertarians? I mean, that's right. It's un- unbelievable. If more, if more, who's got people, the best Rudy impression for this? If more people just spoke truth to power, and that's what pissed me off so much about Rand Paul, not to get off on a tangent, but if Rand Paul <laughs> just, are what we do. just do used it. his goddamn voice to speak truth to power when he's up there on the debate stage, my God, the impact he would have. But God damn right, man. Anyway, uh, Ron Paul freaking woke me up, just shook me, and talked about blowback, and I, I think I heard, was that Chris Spangle talking about the same thing? Somebody was talking about that today up here during League of Liberty, being woken up from the I'm same uh, the same exchange. Well, but, by the way, let me say this. But you know, we we didn't talk about politics in college, but you know, we were all friends. Uh, but very different years. So we were in a fraternity together, 
Don't judge. We're turning together. So. Brian, my story's not over. Oh, <laughs> fine, Odie, go. I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's All right, over. well, no, I was say those. But the point, you know, I just want to add on here is that we have not seen each other in quite some time, right? Odie and I, you and I have not seen each other probably since you graduated I think, Brian, the last time I saw Brian McWilliams was when I, because I lived in California for a while. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. And I I went to move away, and Brian was so mad that I was moving that he refused to say goodbye to me. That's not true. (laughs) That sounds like it would be true. I was probably too drunk to say goodbye to you. (laughs) No one can hear you. You're not on a microphone, dickhead. So anyway, Odie was in California, so I moved back. JB was several years under us, and I saw him at a buddy's wedding. But this Liberty, the concept of Liberty. I'm the same year as Odie. Really? You were a a pledge class behind. You look so much better. We started college the same year. We graduated (laughs) high school the same year. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? That's what living in Pittsburgh (laughs) will do to you, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) JB has aged well. I'm not going to (laughs) argue. Black don't crack. crack. (laughs) So anyway, it really doesn't. It really, <laughs> but really, it really, really though. It brought us back together. Though. This concept, you know, it, it spreads once you get people on your. Once you get people just to listen, and and you just you plant that little seed, it really does spread. And people are like you know, JB was a, a pretty avowedly uh, far more left when we first He's were talking, but it just yeah, it just it just took a little bit though, and you started listening, and started investigating your own, and I mean, t- you know, tell tell us all about your your trip, JB, and then and then I want to take some questions after we tell our Let's shit. We'll take some questions. Well, mostly, yeah, I have to say it was Mark. To be honest, we got God, into a really. Lot of long... I thought I, I thought it, it was, was all Mark. Me. I feel it was Mark. We got a lot of long Facebook <laughs> arguments about philosophy and government and things of that nature, and then he started making me waver a little bit in my worldview. Because, then, because JB, not to interrupt you, because when you started out even coming on podcasts, you were not a libertarian. No, I, I mean, wasn't. Yeah. When I first, my first few podcasts, I didn't consider myself to be one, to be honest. Why did we even let you on? I don't remember. I'm not sure. <laughs> to, to have, I guess to have a contrarian on? Well, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you, you've always been interested in the conversation is the point. That's what I always wanted to do with the show. Well, I was always, I'm always open to new ideas. And then I realized, and, and especially when I read Ron Paul's book, Revolution, I realized I spent a whole lot of my time trying to make people do things that I want them to do as opposed to <laughs> yeah. what they want to do. And I'm like, should I really be doing that? And that that kind of was like the crack in the wall that brought the whole fucking thing down for me. And now I'm here before you, basically. Sorry. Howie, that was awesome. Howie's uh, bumbling incoherently over here. <laughs> yeah, we'll hear the story. We'll hear JB hear it when they listen very, to the podcast. Very inspiring story later on as how he mumbles incoherently and plays music to himself. Oh, we don't need to hear that socialist. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> worse, by the way. So Rico, why don't you know speak it? up, pal? So we know. Who inspired he's, he's you? kind of like a communist. <laughs> All right, that's your tally. That's so, your five seconds for this hour. And then hour. there's uh, Rico, Rico Cook. What was about your story? Oh, we just gave away a last name. Watch um, out. <laughs> Mark that. Should we? Like, I don't think my story's that good. I was going to talk about f- more. It's better when you're talking to the microphone, either way. Huh? <laughs> All right. Well, then moving on. Questions from the crowd. <laughs> so, so, Rigo, what happened? Mark yeah. said, Interview hey, I'm, I'm into Liberty. You were so like, we were, that sounds good. So, we okay. so I'm a mental pushover. <laughs> no, we were playing beer pong at uh, Brennan's, right? 
The, uh, Sounds the right. Beer pong oh, we did, we did a Ron Paul beer pong fundraiser, by the oh, yeah, way. Yeah, we, we got into like, Ron Paul, a physical moderation. Very but. successful, raised at least $72, $73. I didn't, I didn't really care. Um, but <laughs> but he like, loves yeah, beer pong. Yeah. Read Ron Paul's book, and he gave it to me, and I read it on a plane when I was working. I was like, I remember I texted him, like, Viva la. Yeah. <laughs> I texted, like, Viva la Revolution. Yeah, that happened. I was like, yeah. And, uh, I was like, you're a little confused, but I think you got the right spirit. So I was, ar- I was arguing with him about shit before, like, I read it, the Ron Paul book, but. Well, you know, it's like, Ron Paul's book cuts to the heart of it. Like, Liberty, when you get to, and I talked to, like, we, Mark and I were speaking at the Liberty Convention in uh, in Los Angeles recently, and I think both of us hit on similar themes. And the crux of the theme is like, you know, liberty at at its best when you're trying to talk to people because God knows, right? We're all libertarians, and we talked to the libertarians. And fuck, man, libertarians are goddamn annoying as fuck. <laughs> fuck, I mean, oh, seriously, shit. God damn, we're annoying. It's taking all my willpower to just keep sitting up here. <laughs> it's, it's true because everyone's like everybody. Everybody knows more than everybody else, and you want to prove your libertarianhood. You want to prove how much you know, and, and you know, and you know, kudos to all of us libertarians. We know a lot of shit about a lot of shit. That's part of being a libertarian. You actually know what you're talking about, and that's great. But when you're talking to other people, they just come across as like you're, you just spout a bunch of facts at them, and they don't agree with what you're coming from, and they go, "What a fucking asshole!" <laughs> well, Con- do- converted to liberty. No, no. It's like you got to do this. Who do libertarians like to argue with more? Other libertarians? Definitely other libertarians. People who are not at all libertarians. Other libertarians. Like, you're going to fucking uh, slice it down like minarchists, anarchists. Right, yeah. Versus, you know, liberals, whatever. (laughs) It's like arguing over how, like, how circumcised are you? How much of your dick sticks out? Like, who fucking cares? That's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> How big is your dick? How, How did you know that? Exactly incredible analogy, Brian. Yeah, thank Great you. Job. Great job. This is what I'm here for. But no, but 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 guys, the, but what I'm trying to get to though is that you know when you're talking about liberty, people, it's like it's not about smacking them in the face with this and that. You're know, like, here's why I'm writing this and that. It's about trying to find things like here's what we agree on and here's what we here's what we can work forwards to. Forwards to. Hey guys, <laughs> I'm drunk on whiskey. Forever forwards. That's our slogan. <laughs> let me start that over. Here's what we can agree on, and here's what we can work towards together. And in that, but in that, I want to say one thing. That Rico, I'm gonna, I'm gonna punch you in the face. Can't wait. Hey, an AP violation. Say, people have probably been listening to libertarian podcasts all day. Yep. They know the. Fun. I doubt it. I think they've they. Been, they want to hear people make fun of Brian McWilliams. <laughs> Let me just finish my point. I, I would like the to point hear of that. trying to sum this up is the concept. I just want people to to, to talk to other people about when you're talking to non-libertarians. If you're talking to other libertarians. Annoy the shit out of them just like they're annoying the shit out of you. When you're talking to non-libertarians, find something you can say, look, we agree on this in principle. We The same goal, right? The same goal. goal. We just agree on the practices. We agree on, we disagree on the tactics. And then tell them why you feel our tactics are better. And we've got stats. We've got history on our side. We've got the biggest welfare state. And poverty levels have not fucking changed. I don't think stats and, and ever if, matter, ever. If possible, to, to go, to go from the Brian McWilliams handbook. People do not care right about here. stats. Team, no stats. To go from the Brian McWilliams handbook, that even better, converting someone to liberty, make sure you're talking to, if you're a guy, another dude at a bar, preferably from a foreign country. Preferably at 4 a.m. Look, guys, I like to get drunk, and I when I get drunk, I talk to dudes at bars about liberty. Is that so wrong? 
I would say that I am an evangelist. No, so Howie said, insert Howie audio here. Uh, how do you convert somebody to liberty in the right way? <laughs> what the GB, you are the fucking weak link on this team right now. Drink your goddamn whiskey. He's holding the bottle. It's the wrong whiskey, Brian. Bottle. Don't Which drink the wrong one. Our bottle of whiskey. We have the Jim Beam team. I need that beam You're down here, by the this. way. It's been by me so, by the, the way, time. a little historical context. All right. That's fine. <laughs> I wouldn't want to listen to this. As we go along. That's, That's okay, okay. We didn't want you anyway. No, we're we gonna... don't want the non-believers. <laughs> so, <laughs> we're gonna... he, that guy's going right now to call uh, an ambulance and AA. <laughs> So, the, it, by the way, just a little uh, context. Historically, the whiskey challenge was done with Jim Beam, uh, which is not a fine whiskey, but it is a very drinkable whiskey at a low cost, which is what I recommend. And these bourgeoisie dickheads drink wild turkey. So anyway, so let's, gobble, gobble. You know, let's, let's open it up. Let's have a forum here. We're all here. Johnny Rocket's falling asleep over there. That's great. Johnny fell asleep through the Bitcoin versus Bitcoin cash debate and the Libertarians in the living room. So podcast. let's 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 have a, a dialogue. You know, we're a, we're a cozy squad here. And if anybody wants to ask a question and come up, you That's can. I'm saying, grab let's, a mic let's for a, a second. Question. Who wants to come up and I know Tyler a wants to run a CD, a comment, make fun of me. Yeah, Tyler, come up. Tyler, by the way, does have a good rap CD. Tyler Culper, man, this dude can he actually can rap. If you look at him. It looks like some sort of fucking mountain oh, man <laughs> fell out of a tree and rolled down a hill into your living room. But goddamn, this bitch can rap. <laughs> he can't dress, but he can rap. So uh, let's speak. do a, let, let's let's okay. Speaks don't oh. speak truth to power because we're the power here. So can we get yeah, a freestyle? Good. Can we get some freestyle? Uh, freestyle. Uh, you know freestyle? <laughs> He's okay. white. Ha- Not to put you, you on. You want the me spot. to freestyle, motherfucker? No, I don't. <laughs> I'm being very honest. I do not. I could, I could Let's just, talk about liberty. I'll, I'll just spit uh, my newest track. If I might fuck up because I'm pretty fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> this can only go uphill. You know. Hey, I'm trying to go, you know, shot for shot for you with y'all. <laughs> yeah, Howie did sleep y'all. on a U-Haul truck for four hours, by the way. I'm from southern Vermont, by the way. So. Oh, is that the part... Is there somebody uh, else here for yeah, yeah, a Southern Vermont shout out? Is that a thing? Voter? Do you guys have a gang symbol that's like a it's like a fucking mo- is, is it like a money sign for taxation and then a V? <laughs> oh, all right. <laughs> I hear you. All right. But uh okay, so this is uh, a track with uh Wildstar. Uh, Nicholas Wildstar, yeah, performer running, running and for, ran for uh, governor in California, yeah. lost, but now he's running oh, for he's a senate. I think he's going to okay. rerun. I think he's running for mayor, right? Oh no, is he running for mayor? Pretty sure. Mayor, I think he's, he's got, running. It for doesn't something. matter. Wildstar, yeah. Hello, he's running. Skill Mister, campaign against the fracture reserve of politician pervs, deflicking you to bird while stealing from the future, pocket full of shells, sir. Will your watchman shoot you? No sense in privacy. Government is watching me. Net neutrality, please. That's a fallacy to keeping us subservient with uncalled licensing, treating us like mice and men, a beast of burden. Just their property led to a slaughter. Government monopoly, there's no other behind each conglomerate. Is big brother lying to the public? The truth's undercover. Yeah, man. (laughs) Nice. That's cultural appropriation. JB, what are your thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Uh, JB, your thoughts? 
I approve. <laughs> I like how you made him go. wait. I like how you made him wait. Sweat only, for a minute. The, 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 will he like it? Will he like it? <laughs> JB, who's only been confused for Eric July four times <laughs> so far. <laughs> I'm counting. He, he doesn't have the What beard. was funny was I think a black guy was behind JB in line and was like, is that Eric July? And I was like, really, guy? This is, you can't this is this. fucking ridiculous no, no. now. <laughs> you should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> oh. All right, so who's got a question? Let's 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 chat some fucking liberty, bitches. Like Howie's that. asleep again, so we're good to move forward. I'm drinking whiskey fast. <laughs> what's what's happening is let's our, go our team is destroying you. Yeah. Oh, really? Why'd really? you remind bags? Because it looks to me. Uh, it looks to me like we got a bigger top there, and we we're actually okay. winning. So you, you <laughs> I like how he was about to brag and then saw that it was lower. I already drank my first glass. Now, our bottle is shaped differently. We drank more less. <laughs> I don't believe any of this. <laughs> this is what I tell my wife. Look how much bigger. Baby. <laughs> my bottle is just. My bottle is shaped differently. <laughs> you know how some bottles are kind of soft all the time. <laughs> That's my bottle. <laughs> Don't expect kids. Uh, okay, so let's talk some more. Either you guys could throw out a topic, or we could just do it on our own. <laughs> I shouldn't have given you the second option. Why don't you throw out a topic? Old school wrestling. Old That's school not wrestling. Liberty Central. All right, you guys leave. Who, me and who, and we, who gives a hold fuck? Hold on, wait a minute. Okay, me and Rico got it from here, though. You got to come so our audience can hear it. Is it your first time listening to the show? Actually, no. I've listened to I've listened to this. Thank you. This group of which one is your favorite show? I've listened to the Felony Fridays, a few episodes. Cetus Bailey. Yep. I've listened to the. The Libertarians in Living Room Drinking Liquor with Roger a, Paxton. A fan. Fa- that well, that great. one wasn't the best. <laughs> <laughs> Roger Paxton, who's not here, decided to sit down in a tent, drink with a bunch of fucking nerds, <laughs> instead of being up here for this podcast. At but anyway, keep going. Um, I want to <laughs> know. Who I also beat in arm wrestling, by the way. <laughs> That's a fact. What each I crushed him. I wasn't even close. Don't important. interrupt her, Brian. Come on. This is rude. <laughs> I want to know what each of your important issues are in the liberty movement right now. How many do we get? Um, one. one. Let's one. cap. Yeah, let's cap it at one. Let's cap it at one. Seven issues each. Go. <laughs> you, you just seven, bypassed JB. Seven streams of issues. Oh, JB is second class citizen to you, I guess, Mark. JB, no, I'm, I was going to say, I was going to introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, JB Lubin. Oh, oh nice. Oh, sorry, okay. I didn't realize that was the. That was he he doesn't want to go first, Brian. See, I knew that. How he wants to go See, first. That, JB, that's that's just Jesus. Oh God. Oh no. Oh no. The, the beast has awoken. Howie, what's your issue with liberty? What's your issue with liberty? <laughs> Ending war is the most important thing. Every other issue is like pales in comparison. So hey. if we're talking about the what's the number one, stopping the fighting, that is it. Hey, speaking of Atlas. Show me anti-war. <laughs> the guy finally speaks coherently, and it's coherent as fuck. That was amazing. <laughs> we'll talk to you in an hour, Howie. <laughs> hey, speaking oh, of there's, Atlas. There's Pax. Did, he, did you hear me? <laughs> Boo! <laughs> did you hear me calling you out? Is that why you came up here? Are the windows open? I thought the windows were closed. <laughs> All right. Oh, yeah? What, did you trip over your beard on the way? <laughs> Sorry, Roger came in and said he's trying to come over here for an hour. 
Hey, the entire League of Liberty hey, is now meanwhile, in the room. I just insulted a man who's packing. <laughs> like a gun, not a, not well, a dick. Hey, Rogers Paxton a lot in there, okay? Rogers Paxton. Oh, uh, do you really need to... Roger you, asks, who's the druggist? Is that really a question? Right now, Howie is the druggist. <laughs> so just to put you in, Roger. So the question was... I'm eating uh, my own hair. Was, what, what's our number one issue uh, in the libertarian... The liberty movement, let's say. So Howie's was war. Solid answer. Uh, Mark, do you want to go second? War on drugs for me. That's been my number one issue from the get-go. Yep. has nothing to do with my personal consumption, although it doesn't have nothing to do with my personal consumption. Well, here's Just the question. Is, is it with, is it with, is it, is it, what is the number one issue that we should have as libertarians? The, the answer is what, is, is what are we most passionate about? Personally. Personally. Howie says he, hold on, hold on, Howie. It really gets under my, uh, there you go for the second half. Say it from the do, start. What I really my, my biggest issue is my biggest issue is that I hate that the government kills kids, <laughs> which is a solid point. You're you're dead on. I don't I don't want to mock Howie. I mean I like to mock Howie, but no, he's dead on. Well, and know, especially underneath and, this is a lot of good points somewhere. Especially Howie, in light of the fact that we see all these people right now. Uh, raising their voices because of the the ill treatment and the separation of children and parents at the border, and yet we allow consistent attacks all over the world, <laughs> separating parents and families by you know murdering them. Not only that, but also we see social services in this country over policing parents, taking their children away because they were allowed to walk down the street to the fucking park on the road because they had CBD. But you know that's True. cool. Let's concentrate on this. I'm not saying it's not an issue that shit at the border is a fucking issue but we're in this country tearing kids away from parents because we're allowing them to be kids so this is why we keep that's, his, <laughs> that's his second point one time we're not even lying it's never been it confirmed. was the biggest controversy. <laughs> you see, guys, this is why we thought the show would be a bigger draw. You're having a wonderful time. If only other people had realized what they were going to be here for. Should I tell Please, when you go down after no- this show to talk to other people, tell them what fucking idiot assholes they were for missing this. Uh, Odie says I shouldn't tell the story. Oh. Let's go. All right. He is the responsible one. Are we talking about how he pooping on someone's floor? Odie says I shouldn't tell the story. Well, now you have to because you already brought it up. So let's go. He's shaking his head, though. He seems like the most well, responsible Let's go. One. Do it. Spit it out. All right. And then we're so, going to get back to our, our points so of liberty. I can always turn it out. I won't. Um, when we were seniors, <laughs> yes. this kid who is a real, like, chill dude comes out. <laughs> the nicest guy. Nice he's like Shaggy ever. from Scooby-Doo. And he's like, hey, hey, uh, hey guys. Um, Shaggy. Hey, guys. Like, real chill. He's like, um, do you guys know who's shit in my room? <laughs> and we're like, what? <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, dude, man. There's like, there's this huge pile of shit in the corner of my room. Just imagine somebody as cool as they could be. Yeah, like, he's, he's was not like mad. Like you, you, at you at ate all. their orange out of the fridge. He's not mad, or he's not mad at all. He's just like very matter of fact. He's like, uh, I'm like, no, and we do not know who's shit in your room, but. That that triggered an informal investigation, informal. and there were kind of like the FBI into Peter yeah, yeah. Strazak. There was a couple of suspects, and uh, one of the uh, guys around here is one of the uh, chief suspects. <laughs> so, 
he was seen leaving the room <laughs> with a very suspicious look on his face. I mean, if you ever seen the look of a person who's crapped on someone else's floor before, you would venture to say the same look. I, I, I will say that was someone who focuses on criminal justice reform, innocent until proven guilty. These are just allegations yes, against absolutely. Howie Snowden. He deserves exactly. every defense that the law will justify and if, in Liberty if, Court. What, and what if somebody that Howie was in a relationship with that, shat that on the floor and really he got roped into it? It's probably more Howie likely. He knows, but he will never tell. <laughs> All right, all right. So getting back to it, let's go, JB. What's your what's your biggest issue with liberty? Or not with liberty. No, yeah, my biggest problem. What's with your it? biggest? What's your biggest? Uh, what you liberty, man? Think, <laughs> JB, what's, think, your, what's your problem? I, liberty? I have to go drug war. I drug didn't want to yeah. go first because I really I really had to think about it because I kind of struggled with it because you know our overseas war. You know, it's like overseas wars. I was like, I it, it, and one portion of my brain is like. Am I caring more about my people or other people? Who do I put first kind of thing? Do I care about our aggression overseas? Or do I care about this ridiculous drug war that destroys families and lives in my very own country, my own fucking community? And yeah, we're allowed to care about both. But I feel like as far as what, you know, if I have to choose one, it's a drug war goes first. We need to get rid of this. This is ridiculous. I agree. Good answer. Survey says. <laughs> right. uh, I award you 100 points. Yeah, I'll go next. So, I, I mean, obviously. Hold on. Is this going to have anything to do with um, my beautiful part? Felonies or justice reform? <laughs> <laughs> probably. I feel, probably. Like, well, I feel I mean, like I know where you're going from the podcast you do. I mean, yeah. To t- I mean, to talk about it a little bit more, to give you more background on Felony Friday. Nope. Banging hookers legalized and done. <laughs> Drop the mic. <laughs> so you're saying you want hookers to be legal and everyone to be able to do heroin all the time. Boom. Drop the mic. Yes. Oh, Which yes, I, yes. I do. Yep. It's safer for everybody. That's safer somebody everybody. told me after, somebody told me I should run for office. I was like, nope. Like, you want to legalize uh, prostitution, heroin forever? Like, yep. <laughs> Done. Campaign over. Take it. <laughs> Put it on the campaign. Dunzo. And then off the podium, I'd be like, woo! <laughs> woo! There you go. You would lose, but still, it's, it's a good campaign. Too much for that. <laughs> well, there's no video. I didn't so. say it by name. But I mean, I didn't just, say it just by to name. give a quick, a quick, back, a quick background. I didn't say it by name. <laughs> Quick background on like why I do Felony Friday, why I picked that as as uh, as my passion. How far did we get in? JB, have, have some respect. Have some respect, JB. Respect the comb. Hey, pink Mike. Respect shut up. his shut up. 18 revenue streams. Stop talking to your pink Mike. Are you a stop, revenue stop stream, JB? Stop talking to your pink Mike. He doesn't care about you. He only cares hey, about increasing hey, revenue pinky. streams. Hey, That's pinky. an inside joke, guys. Shut your I mouth. Apologize. Shut your mouth, pinky. Shut your mouth. Talking to me? Shut seven up, yeah. Oh, because of my microphone? Yeah. You can't that's have not gonna, that's not gonna resonate streams? with the crowd at home, you fucking idiot. I don't <laughs> Odie! Hey, at all times, remember it's the whiskey talking, it's not us. Odie, tell your <laughs> I am gonna break no, this microphone off in your No, I love you. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna let that go. We're teammates but... in this. Yeah, we're in the same team. I remind you of my preamble. <laughs> We've all been friends for a long time. Anyway, so Nobody can hear you because you have a microphone. Since Brian will not shut up, since Brian will not shut up, I'll just be very brief and say the, the, I mean, the reason why from, there's a lot of reasons why I'm passionate about the war on drugs, ending the war on drugs, ending so much, 
incredible amount of injustice we see in our criminal justice system. Aside from that, aside from just seeing the injustice, seeing people suffer and seeing nonviolent offenders locked away, seeing people who have had, who've harmed nobody locked away for decades, it's the easiest fucking thing to fix. You could end it tomorrow. It's like, I, I like to talk about, um, looking at statism as a game of Jenga. And there's certain pieces you could pull out tomorrow and fucking, it would just be better for everybody. It wouldn't be, I mean, there wouldn't be a little bit, it could get worse and then, then it will get better. If you look at it as a game of Jenga, ending the war on drugs tomorrow, you pull that Jenga piece out, fucking everything's fine. Just everyone's life is better. So that's that's the reason well, why some judges, some security guards, some prosecutors, their lives get worse. But I'm fine with that. Well, fuck those, fuck those. Their guys. lives should get worse. Fuck them. All right, Rico, what Lay about you, up. baby? Oh, baby. Hey, baby. <laughs> By the way, quick story. Can I tell a quick story? Oh, God. Oh, wow. I, I don't think McWilliams has talked enough tonight. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know what? You know what? Other. I would say, other than Howie, I'm, I, I'm probably the drunkest on whiskey. So I'm actually winning the whiskey challenge is why I'm drinking so much. There's Number no one, points for talking about what? what? <laughs> Thank wow, you, proud. Do you also, him? all right, real quick story. So you see this hat on Rico's head. For those at home, it's a North Carolina hat. Are we the most offensive <laughs> show at Porkfest or not? So uh, back in college, Rico uh, and I and all the other dudes were at this party. And Rico's got this North Carolina hat on. That exact and, uh, hat, actually. Uh, it might be that. Is it the same hat? This this is why I wore the hat. <laughs> it's a very well-insulated hat. That'll come back around. So he has this fucking North Carolina hat on, despite the fact he's from Ohio. And because uh, he's a front runner. So anyway, we go to this apartment party. And, you know, things get crazy and drunk. And Rico, he goes up to the balcony. It's like a second floor balcony. You know, a good, what, 20 feet off the ground, maybe. 20, 20, 24 25. feet. He goes up and he goes, Hey, you know what? My brother and I used to do this all the time. You go up on the balcony rail and you go up like at a handstand and then you come back down. And we're like, Oh, that sounds cool. So he goes up to do the handstand and sure as shit, just flies straight off the balcony <laughs> and straight Gone. to the parking lot below. It doesn't exist anymore. 24 feet. Pa bow. <laughs> He let, well, I, I, I'll tell you. <laughs> so I'm watching this. And I was like, oh, shit, he did. So I run to the edge of the balcony. I look over, and I see Rico there, like, just flat on his back, like a fucking gingerbread man in the pan, right? Just flat on his fucking back. And he, and he gets up. Unkillable, this fucking guy. He gets up. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, already, it's, it's so funny. He gets up, and I'm looking at him, and he looks up, and he goes, well, going home. <laughs> and he proceeds to walk uh, down the block to where our fraternity was, only to return 10 minutes later because he forgot the same shitty North Carolina hat he has on today. <laughs> it was worth crippling your body walking back and probably just be, uh, being uh, completely concussed. All right. Now, at least you didn't fall asleep. All right, all right, Rico. So what's your main liberty point? Um, yeah, I think my main is the, uh, the just sentencing. It, it uh, drives me crazy, like the just the criminal justice sentencing that there is, and there's always talk of, like, we need to reform this, we need to reform that, but it never actually happens. And that is what leads to people getting 
just now. Keep going. Sorry, uh, you were doing great. Sorry, yeah. JB was pouring whiskey in my cup over the just microphone. Just disproportionate <laughs> sentences for just we don't have to. meaningless. Crimes. We don't have to say I'm everything. Sorry, we're not meaningless. Hold crimes, on. But. Uh, no, sorry, no, Rico. What you're saying is important. Please, please say it again because it, it is important. What you're saying is important. You're well, from... What frustrates me is the the sentencing where the judges say, "Well, we're we're bound by the guidelines," which is which is true in a sense, but that that needs to be changed. Like you cannot like just have the guidelines be first sen- uh, first time crime, second time, whatever the case may be. Well, it's almost like the Nuremberg defense. Like I was only following orders. Okay. You're following the guidelines with the guidelines well, are fucking bullshit. Yeah, true in a sense. But like when the criminal justice sent, keep going. I don't know. Keep going. easily distract the because he's on whiskey. My point is like finish your thought. Finish the, your thought. The, the judges it's not it's not the same thing as Nuremberg because they have to just say, well, this is what the con- what Congress has passed, so this is what your sentence is because it's a very narrow guideline what they have to pass. Congress needs to realize that all of these crimes do not merit what they are what they're uh setting forth in the guidelines. So but that doesn't happen because every election, how many times do you see, I'm the toughest on crime. I'm the toughest on yeah. crime. That's how people win elections. And everyone says, oh, he's, oh he's we're against crime. crime. Sounds great. Great, great, great. Well, it's such a fucking just lack of understanding or just trying to care about the situation. It, it drives me crazy about being the toughest on crime. And. And Rico, uh, Rico, Rico, I want, Rico, I want you to run for office. Democracy right, so. sucks. Democracy sucks. I want Rico to run for office. Sucks. Weakest on crime. I want well, that to be I, a slogan. I hate, the, I hate to wrap it up. I, it, it, it's, We're wrapping it up? Well, No, I hate to wrap up this. Brian specific. just hates to wrap it up. But, I mean, period. Wrap, wrap, wrap it up. I'm going to fucking freestyle and school no, you, no, you're Tyler, not. you bitch. Um, you can do that later, now, like midnight. I did, well, I just say when we all hit on the same theme. Because you know you want how he's asleep, by the way. How he's not asleep. How he's coming. How he's in how a he's fucking playing a character. He's going to emerge as out. a liberty butterfly very soon. So, but you know, but it is thing. It, I mean, the drug war probably should be the primary thing. Like the wars against the. If it has the America, word war in it, it's a American good thing to go after policy quickly. Is atrocious. It's it, it is unforgivable. But the thing I said, and, I, and I've made this point before when I was talking on my own podcast, like. You know, our foreign policy has taken on this this entirely different demon. But when we're talking about our own people, the drug war is the primary thing that has fucked people in this country over. That's, I mean, j- just to chime in on that, you've had in the past couple of weeks people going crazy, rightly so, on the border about families being separated from children. Right. How long has that been happening with the freaking war on drugs? Yeah, let's, yeah, exactly. Let's not forget that the entire, like, people always like to say, oh, well, you know, the problem with black America is that the, the fathers aren't, aren't there for their kids. Okay. Really? Oh, you, well, you just think that it's like, well, you know what? Fuck kids. Who likes kids? Not me. Cause I'm black and I'm a dad. No, it's because that's the clip that we're going to splice out. That was out my best Bill Cosby impression. <laughs> Someone's going to cut that clip out. and oh, Not someone. I'm doing it later. They will cut that. That's, again, that's why I can't run for office. 
<laughs> but they're gonna they're gonna use the, the, the they're gonna use the stats and there's a feel like they use the stats they use the arrest statistics this is why the drug war is the biggest issue they're gonna use these issues and they say oh here's the arrest rates here's the, the this and that and it's ignore the fact prophecy. that it's oh, it's exactly it's a self fulfilling fucking prophecy you have these communities Smart. which are dependent on drugs to to get ahead then you over police the shit out of them you make it illegal then you have co- you have families that are broken up because generation upon generation upon generation you're taking the parents you're taking the father you're arresting him you're putting him in fucking jail for 10 years so he's not there and then when he comes out and this is why Odie's show is so fucking important then you get out of jail for a bullshit fucking marijuana conviction and which by the way of course the Democrats like, like this you, go, you might go to jail for fucking life because of the three strikes rule for marijuana that the Clintons put in place and then there's an, there's an incentive when the father does get out to not move back into the home because they get less money from the Are government. Are you fucking shitting me? No, that's, that's a fact. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that fucking wonderful? <laughs> there's an incentive to not reunite with your family. Yeah. So yeah. you've got but, but, but we have Democrats right now clamoring about bringing families back together. Bring families back together. I don't know if you says, I actually, when you say, I, I shit you not. This subject, I I got chills from anger. <laughs> I got I got anger chills. I was sexually aroused by how angry it got me. It's a little bit really weird, weird, Brian. A little bit weird. Escalated quickly. No, no, but no, no. I'm sorry. I'm making light of the situation. No, I I I, I uh, did not hear that before. I, I swear to God, I'd never heard that before. What? It is when you fucking think about that. The fact that the government is disincentivizing people to move in with their own goddamn families. That they have broken up because of this drug war. That they have over-policed these communities because of this drug war. They put them in jail. And then people look at the black community and they go, oh, well, you know, you guys, you know, you're responsible for this, this, and this. No. No. The fucking government is responsible for this. The black community was completely fucking fine in 1970. Now, the black community is fine. Maybe I've got too far. I'm pretty drunk. I think I'm throwing out a stat that's ridiculous. Hey, hey, Mark. Mark, let's say. Wait. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Let me explain that. Let me explain that. JB, you have any thoughts on that? Let me explain that. Hold on, JB. Well, let me explain what I mean by that. JB, you're asking for fucking equality. Hold on. Hold on. Time out, time out. Let me explain what I mean in by the that. Seven, if we just go back to the 70s, just back to the no, 70s. You guys if are, we could turn back time. Look, guys, blame the fact that I drank three giant cups of whiskey on that. Let me explain what I mean by that. I mean, a little too cavalier. Look, he's a Nazi. <laughs> oh, Nazi. 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 Just a little bit. Okay, all right. Let me explain what I mean by that. What I mean, what, what I mean by that is that uh, back in the, in the 50s, 60s, 70s, no, no, what, it, what I'm simply trying to say is that just give, home, just give home it ownership, up, uh, income, the, the poverty <laughs> level. I think, I think you're trying to make it too profound. It's, it's, I think I am too. It's, it's no, no, just, but no, no, there is a, the, oh, the government is, has done nothing to help. The no, no, only, no, the no I don't want to abandon this point because it, it, it is a true point. Look, <laughs> look, I don't give a shit. I'm just saying, I'm, I'm saying what, what's true. The, the fucking, uh, the poverty level of the black community skyrocketed from like 1960 up. That's true. That's true. 
It was black community. Was no, normally Rico doing... would be at home and be able to Google that and give us an answer. <laughs> we don't have a. He's usually our live fact checker. <laughs> yeah, come on up. Come on up. Come yeah. on up. Come on. Because because this is this is my problem is that things like things were getting better, and then things got precipitously worse. What word was that? Precipitously. Pre- precipitously. <laughs> What's up, man? What's your name? Saeed Miller. Hey, nice to meet you guys too. Yeah. Yeah, my, I was just going to mention that uh, my dad was born in 1959 and he kind of like witnessed it like himself, like firsthand. And uh, that's the only topic I can get him to talk about and agree with me on on uh, libertarian topics. And that's because uh, he saw his father and uh, mother actually go ahead and split up because of these kind of uh, because of the incentives. You're speaking to Mike a little bit more. Oh, OK. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. About yeah. That. You just talk. Uh, I can pop up. All right, sorry about that. But uh yeah, he uh he witnessed actually seeing them uh, at first going ahead and hiding uh when the people came to go ahead and look at the house and whatnot, uh so they can go ahead and sign up for uh benefits and um afterwards uh, you know, actually they actually went ahead and separated. And so uh he kind of sees that and he saw how it destroyed like the black family yeah. at that moment. So I don't know about like all the problems in the black community, well, but well, families definitely uh were attacked at that moment. You know? I mean, without a doubt, like so that I mean that's what I was saying. Th- but thank you, man. Thank you. I like, well, it's just, I was, I remember I was listening to it's sort of like this, you know, black engineers, black, uh, there's definitely, I'm not going to say there was not racism. There was definitely without a doubt racism, but I guess the point I'm trying to make is that there was still opportunity. There was still upward mobility. <laughs> and I'm still, ta- I'm talking about 19, like we're just talking about 1950s, 60s, 70s. And the number one indicator of upper mobility in society, you can keep giving me a fucking Popeye eye, but it doesn't mean it's not fucking true. The number one, I, I, hold on, I, wait, I, let me finish I, I just, my point. Well, let me finish my point. About when you start to generalize so big. No, no, into, let me like, finish my point. I'm bringing it back to this point. The number one upward indicator of social mobility, the ability to move from one social strata to the next. Do you know what that is? And it's unequivocal. Unequivocal? Uh, unequivocal. You can't even say it, you drunk bitch. Unequivocal. 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 I, I said it first. Unequivocal. All right, it's unequivocal. You podcast because he's messing up pronunciation. Do you know what it is, though? Do you know what it is? The number one indicator I, of I, social mobility between between class. Do you know what it is? I don't know. Is this a um, quiz? I'll tell you, because Odie doesn't <laughs> know. The number one, it is a coherent family unit. Okay? Well, well I'm screwed. That is, that's no. Fine. No, that's fine. No, that's exactly what we're fucking talking about, Rico. It's the point I'm trying to make is that that is the leading indicator. If you want to move up in social status, just, just it depends on a, a coherent. So- just because that's an indicator. It's, it's a, not an indicator. It's the indicator. Okay, no, but no, but let's let's dig into it. Let's dig into it. I, I mean, let's let's talk about this for a minute. Sink so, our claws into this one. That's that that's it's an indicator. Let's get whiskey but, ugly, Odie. I'm gonna fucking knock the shit what? out of you. You're gonna be on the mat. Hey, We're no NAP violations. <laughs> but it's it's not really In, incoherent it, shout match. That, you remember when I told you that, right? Thing. Incoherent no, shouting match. No, it is that thing. It is it is what comes. Who had incoherent shouting on this yeah, show? But, but support. Yeah, but Odie, you're making my own point. It is that thing. It's what comes of that thing. That's the point. Fine. Speak in the microphone. Assume, assume that is the indicator. <laughs> Swear to God, speaking, getting Rico to speak in the fucking microphone. Assume that is the indicator. What about the people that don't have parents that are involved? 
in a sense. Are they fucked? Well, what is the solution? Statistically, they're fucked. Yeah. No, they're not is fucked. That, that no, the no, no, no. Actually, statistically, they're not fucked. That's the point I'm trying well, to make. What is the answer? And, and the problem is you're talking about an indicator in a status society. The p- p- problem in, is in you're not letting me finish society. my fucking statement. Did I even stutter? I guess I did a little bit. Maybe a tiny bit. Okay. The problem is that you're not letting me finish my statement. Let me tell you. Let me educate you. You're let just, me educate. You're so jealous about my hair. Let me, <laughs> let me. Let me. Let me. You see me looking at it. Did you see me looking? The at part it? is beautiful. I hope. I hope Chris Bangle is live no. streaming the part. Here's hair, why yeah. this nice. is such a big issue to me, and here's why. <laughs> this is why the drug. Why is there a rock in my drink? What happened? <laughs> Ross Tickner. Gail Do you Lewis. have a rock? It's in your pocket. Here's why the drug war is such a big issue to me. It's because it all comes back to that it's core issue, loves- and this is why it's so important to me. Is because, like I said. When you got the lead indicator of social mobility as a coherent family unit, there's a lot you have to read into that, right? There's a lot of emphasis now like, oh, you know, the single mom's doing great and the single dad's great, great. That shouldn't be the case. When you have two parents, you have two people pouring in, you have two people supporting a child, you have two people can support a child going to college, which, by the way, the emphasis on going to college. Bullshit. I've, I've, I've got to stop you there because when you, when you, because you're telling me, because I'll, 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 let's debate this shit, man. Yeah, yeah, get to the point. I'll, I'll just wait till you're done. Get to yeah. the point about if you're not fucking born. Here's the point. Here's, here's the point. It's like the college. Here's the point. The drug war is my biggest problem because it's. Give me a listen to my fucking point, Rico. Finish, finish. Somebody please hit Rico in the fucking head with a book that's about books. <laughs> or at least shove it in his mouth. I gave up 45 minutes ago for the record. I'll be back. Here's here. the point I'm trying to make. Don't give me a, a WWE wave off. Here's the point I'm trying to make, guys. The drug war is the biggest issue because it breaks up families. That's what I'm trying to get the point across. That's my fucking point. When you have the lead Nobody's indicator. I'm disagreeing with that point. Well, it seems like you are, so shut the fuck up. Let me finish. The drug war breaks up families, period, right? And then you have all these other people looking at these, these communities, black communities. Well, you, they you're say, arguing for the family unit. God for fucking prime. bid, I get to finish a sentence, Odie. You get to finish your fucking comb over in the morning. Can I finish a sentence? And you hate that so much. Back the fuck up, Trump. We just lost two more. The drug war. <laughs> We're losing a, a listener as fast as Odie's losing hairs. You think that hairline's solid, baby. It's not. I see it receding. I went bald at 16. I know. Yeah, bitch. Why oh, do you think I'm so confident? My, <laughs> Got burned my, my early. My barber tells me I'm good. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, your your barber. It's like you stick with, you stick with me, you, kid. You're gonna like be good. Going to the fucking neocons and be like, should aces. we bomb Iran? <laughs> yeah, we probably should bomb Iran. <laughs> you fucking idiot. Are you calling my barber a liar? <laughs> I'm calling your barber a goddamn neocon. <laughs> Let's get back to basics here. Now this alcohol is taking. We call this the point, Shut the fuck up. I'm gonna, never, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> slice necks. <laughs> the point is, drug war. You got what number one indicator of social mobility being a coherent family unit. You got a fucking drug war that is breaking up families. And then also, because of that, fostering a culture of families that do not depend on a father figure. Thus, even if you're not fucking arrested, you have a culture that's not dependent on a father figure. 
And I'm sorry. This is the sh- this is the fucking truth. If you legalize drugs, that dynamic would change entirely, though. Yes, I think that's so, why my issue is the drug war. Strike We're two. on the same team. As, <laughs> Great point, Odie. If we strike, will. strike the root. Everybody, everybody, mark legal, down a point for John Odermatt in this argument. If we legalize drugs, who would be winning this contest right now? Me. <laughs> I think we oh, uh, <laughs> Did we just argue against ourselves for 40 minutes? Yeah. For 40 minutes? <laughs> I mean, just, no, just to explain. Hey, but was it entertaining? Yeah. All right. Well, as long as you guys liked it. <laughs> All right. Do, do we I don't the other think we need more of anything. Anyone want to ask, some, ask a question out there? Let's go. Let's Coming do it. Up. Coming up. Nick. Hold on. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait. Hold, t- hold on. Time out. Wait. Did you say we should have our listeners help us? There's oh, no, I thought uh, you said have our listeners help us in the drinking. I thought we were, I thought we were gonna have a, a draft, <laughs> like a drinking draft. As I've said before, there's only losers in this. Oh, I'm thinking you first there. It's safe to fucking, say Rico, Rico is carrying his team right now. We got him back. There are only losers in the, the whiskey challenge. Uh, all right, who's coming up to judge? All right, who's I'm gonna pour a drink here? while Nick talks here. No, you're not. Your, your name was Nick, right? You no, know, no, you don't look alcoholic enough. Are we out of mixers? We out of ice. Can can someone get us some ice, maybe? Chris or Joe, can you tell Roger Paxton that he needs to bring us uh, ice? Thank you. Wow, Chris. Roger is not far too fat to get up the hill. Wow, damn, Chris Bangle. Chris Bangle. He doesn't even drink. You get a couple of you get a couple of fucking subbar season. Chris Spangle, he Chris, brings out the teeth. Chris Spangle, Chris Spangle actually said today that Mark Claire is in the worst shape of the entire League of Liberty. <laughs> I probably am. I would believe it. I believe it. it. Well, I was telling a lie, but I've been single for six months. You think I'm in shape? Come on. I would think you'd be you'd be better shape being single for six well, months. Don't you get fatter for being in a relationship? All I know. Right, let's, let's listen. To this All right, let's listen. Let's Come on. What is your hold on timeout um, for our audience? Uh, extend no. your right arm. No. Yes. No. No. Uh, no. Extend your right arm. That's not going to be a part. Yes. Of that. Well, you either get a question or you ex- or you don't. You extend your right arm. Let me see what's on there. This is okay. His, so he's got a tattoo that says Enic, a digitized text, and has a X symbol. Uh, explain this to us. That's another good one I can use for later on. All right. So how old were you when you got this tattoo? 18. Okay. Excellent. How old are you now? 29. Okay. So it's been a while. Uh, tell us the story. It was a free tattoo. So put your bike to your face so we can hear it. It was a free tattoo I got. <laughs> That's always a good start. And my friend over there. We all know that anything free like welfare. That, there, no, the tr- I, I came up with a, a many different explanations to this. All of them lies to most people. And you're going to tell us the truth. The actual truth. I can't was, wait to see. We On a podcast up- that 3,000 plus people may hear. <laughs> Let me tell you the truth, says this guy I've met tonight. Feel like you can. We can't. Yeah. Well, I hope you. I, he said it's our first date. I hope we you have young. many happy days together. Look, you're both <laughs> drinking the same uh, terrible uh, beer. Well, not the same. Yeah, come on. Let, let him talk. Let him talk, Brian. Back off the mic. Off the mic. 
You're making me force myself to tell you this. <laughs> yes, I am. Off the mic, Brian. All right, I'm done. Tell we the story. came up with rap names. His was Jizzle D. Hold His on. His whole thing was Jizzle D Brian, in your face. Brian, let it go. Let it go. Jizzle D in your face. Mine was Anik X. <laughs> and then it stuck as a longtime inside joke forever. And then I Oh, Jizzle D was stuck as a longtime joke in you? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm done now. I'll, I'll be back off. We're very close. And then I got a free tattoo, and that's what I got. <laughs> Wait, so he was Jizzle... Wait, what? He was. He was Jizzle D. Because his name is Jeshua. Jizzle D. What was, your rap? Doyon, what was your rap name? Anik X. Because my name's Nick, and it had a sound funny. Enough! Enough! Anyway, the, no. Okay, no, the yeah, question let's, let's is... Let's hear the question. Yeah. So how do you feel about this strategy of... Not punching right versus capitulating to the left. As I see a lot of people that I listen to, and it feels like they strategically tried to word things to make people that are further left not feel so offended by them. And how do you feel about how people act that way and kind of almost they don't give their full opinions and facts on things in order to not offend certain people? I, let's have Mark Claire take this one. I think that I Why? wouldn't talk much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I fully understand the question. So you think like you, when Wait. you say people listen to you mean like our show or I hold on before you, I, no, I, I get it. You hold on, <laughs> Claire. Yeah, but I get it. I don't. I don't. I don't get it much with 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 you guys. I mostly listen to Brian. No offense. Oh. No offense. No offense. Most people do. And there, and there, you know it's bad when Johnny Rockets had enough. Johnny Rocket, there we, we have officially, we've officially driven Johnny Rocket. Well, I, I can't tell if we've driven Johnny out of the podcast or we woke Johnny up. <laughs> he was sleeping last time I knew. No, my my point is when you when you I listen to people and I I, I like a lot of the arguments. I'm not talking specifically you. I'm actually specifically talking about a lot of other people. And a lot of times I can tell by the way they phrase things that they're trying to capitulate to the left. And they're trying to make them feel better about what they're saying to try to bring them into their message. Which I understand the strategy of that, but it also kind of puts it off as like being kind of a pussy. <laughs> and I want to know what you guys' thoughts are on that strategy. Now, now I get the question. I think there's a couple of ways to look at that because... I don't know. I guess I guess it depends on what you mean by the term capitulate. I, I think you should understand your audience. So if your audience comes from the left, you might want to phrase arguments in ways that they'll understand better, more talking about how the things we believe will lead to a lot of the things they want, like the poor being having opportunities to not be poor anymore, like families being back together like Brian is so passionate about, um, <laughs> that sort of thing. The things that you think they're going to be against already, join them on that journey and you know show them why you agree. But at the same time... Um, I think you should be as bold as possible and always state your actual beliefs as they are, not hide them, not be sort of shifty about what they are. You can, you can, but there's a way you can be true to your beliefs and not, as you say, capitulate, but still identify with your audience without, without caving into your own beliefs, you know? And then that's kind of a balance that we all have to find in our conversations along the way. I, I, in no way is it easy because everyone has a different way of looking at things. What are you pointing at? JB! <laughs> oh, Point at JB! <laughs> Talk. I agree with you 100% because um, I'm a postdoc. I, I, I do... Uh, You're a post-op? Post-doc. Oh, I do, shit. I'm, I'm a microbiologist. Wow, dude, like that is... 
I'm you a microbiologist at a children's hospital. I know liberals, okay? And you're not going to convince anyone of anything if you piss them off. It's, it's all it, talk to your audience. You don't have to change your convictions or your morals. It's how you phrase things. I'm not going to pretend to believe in something I'm not, but it doesn't mean I can't present what I believe in a different way for a different audience. You have to, you have to present your ideals in a way that someone can digest them. You know, it's as simple as that. And if my, if the, if the way I present something is different is based on their poli- left or right or whatever, it doesn't mean that my Thank actual you, morals have changed. You know, it's just how I'm expressing them. No, exactly, dude. That's how I feel about it. No, no, you're exactly right. And I, honestly, it's funny. I had a, uh, I had a conversation, uh, I've had many conversation on uh, Electric Liberty Land about this topic. Cause if you guys don't know, I, so I do public relations for a living. Right, so my you've never mentioned that before. That I didn't. I had no idea. Well, the funny thing is, he does it for a living, but he doesn't do it for Lions of Liberty. Well, the people laugh. Yeah, hilarious. But I'm I'm telling the the other people here that do not know this. I actually do do public relations for a career. Again, I had no idea. I'm going to make that haircut into a dynamite. What? The guy has uh, a great no, no, I'm just kidding. It <laughs> yeah, is a I mean, good hair. I like it. It doesn't I'm have the part that I have. But yeah, you don't have the work part on it. Yeah, you don't have the part from 1955, <laughs> like fucking Odie. Um, no, here, here's the thing about talking to people. <laughs> it feels like it might be time to wind the show down. Tell when when, when sentences just stop you halfway through. Me and it completely <laughs> derailed me. Here's, here's the thing about talking to So people. here's <laughs> the thing if about the L-I-B-E-R-T-Y. Let's go to Howie for an opinion on this. Yeah. Howie Cam. Nope, 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 nope. <laughs> Howie's against it. He's fully opposed. Well, no, I feel like I feel like I already talked about this earlier, though. Is that it's again? It's um, when you talk to people, <laughs> it might really be time to wrap things up. <laughs> you, guys, you know, I'm he does PR for a living, right? You know, yeah. too drunk to be interrupted. No, I, I mean, I, I literally, I went on a diatribe about this earlier, so I don't want to do the exact same thing again. It's the same podcast, right? <laughs> yeah, we have not literally changed podcasts at all. The exact same thing earlier. No, is this that is now We Are Libertarians. You have to reach people on their level. You have to talk to people about what they believe in, and people are going to ignore you if you just spout a bunch of uh, facts and statistics out of it because there's a thing called the rebound effect. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, you gave a speech on it. It was there. Yeah, you know rebounds. I'm not talking about girlfriends, buddy. <laughs> I'm talking about the rebound effects for his concepts. I'm five Bro, minutes from Chris wrapping Bangle the show. Oh, Chris Bangle laughed. I know you guys aren't in the audience here, but sober Chris Bangle laughed at something, which is a rarity. Well, He's been over here eating sunflower seeds for two hours. <laughs> and finally but laughed. Now, Spangle's been eat, sitting there the entire time eating sunflower seeds. Hasn't laughed one time. Eating sunflower <laughs> seeds, spinning on the floor, not laughing. So, no, but here's here's the point I'm trying to make, though. It's is like JP was saying. If they talk to people, and I, I don't want you to talk to people about liberty on their level and such that you sacrifice liberty. That's the thing that bothers me the most. When, when people... Talk about things, and this is what bothers me about the Libertarian Party. I feel like they've sacrificed the concept of liberty. You can't say, okay, well, yes, I, I, I agree with you 
See, uh, on banning guns when you, when because you talk you're about, like, protesting. The, the Libertarian Party as like a general thing, like everyone in it is doing this. You're talking about specific people. To be, I mean, I'm not talking about anything, Odie. You are biased, <laughs> Dick. You just said I'm not the Libertarian about Party did this. That's a true statement I did not of the say night. That. Hold on. Who's got, I, I just heard, got someone, some ice? I just heard Johnny Adams go, oh, my God. <laughs> Seriously, where, where is that ice? We did, it, within five minutes, we I'm made Spengel make. laugh and made Johnny go, oh, my God. We, we're, we're making some shit go down here now. The point I'm I feel like we're just hitting her not, wave. I'm not talking about the Libertarian Party. I am not, Odie, you, just, you, you just idiot. You just said you were. The point is, when you talk to people... Rico has been in the audience We're not for talking hour. about... The, yeah, the Libertarian Party tried to appeal to people a little bit too much. And I think I think that's what our friend was trying to say. Tried to appeal to people too much. They tried to appeal to the left. You don't want idiots. to appeal to people when you're trying to drive a message home. Is Odie. That, is that PR? Odie. I'm trying to make a point about liberty. I'm not trying to make a point about expanding my goddamn revenue streams by 15 fucking times. <laughs> that you put on goddamn Facebook. I, it always I know. Some people are going to they don't know Odie. But all his Facebook posts are not about liberty. They're about expanding your revenue streams by buying protein shakes. I know why you're protein shakes, so shut the fuck up. Let me I'll tell you, tell you about liberty. I'll tell you three things. Three things right now. Three what, things. What, is, what, should I, what protein shake should I invest in? What yep. shaker should I invest in? Number Number one. I'm number one. Number one. I'm Never number forget. one. You're not number one. <laughs> no, no, number one point. This is why we do the whiskey challenge, people. It's out now. This is why it's a fucking, it's a three-ring circus. We're getting multiple live stream cameras at the moment. So. <laughs> you cannot simply focus on their issues. One more question. This shit show has not ended its shit. Or show. Anybody else got something? Anyone wanna, I mean, the show's unended. That's not a question. That's an no, assessment. Please, He's please dead. Don't, please don't disturb oh. him, man. No, no, I'm wrong. He's alive. Please, please, please don't disturb He's him, like, ma'am. He's alive. Please He's don't. Alive. Please don't feed the zoo creatures. This podcast will be called Howie at Bernie's. We, we, we get Howie. Howie at Bernie's. Wait, we Howie at Bernie's. We get at Howie's. We get at Howie's. Okay. Give me a minute. Give me a mix. This is our last podcast, by the way. Lions Liberty episode 353. It's been a fun time. I'm, um, I'm actually joining Johnny Rocket's podcast. Yeah. I, I was just signed by Launchpad Media to a three-year deal. <laughs> <laughs> Check out launchpadmedia.com for more of my adventures on the Mark Claire Show. I think it's time to sign off, and uh, we have a little sign-off we do that we've never really been able to sync up ever in live, uh, in live form because I usually edit it to sound a lot better, but we're not going to have that luxury today. Thank no, you guys all for coming you. out. Until next time, are you guys going to join me here, Howie? Friends, until Part next time. Charm is Live back. long! And, and live.